This is Jeff Cross, and welcome to the May 18, 2022 edition of Views on the News from the Couch, a baby boomer's attempt to pass along his views on the news. The UFO hearings were yesterday. Quick question. Over the last five and a half years, just think how you would feel if an alien landed and said, take me to your leader. I might respond, would you rather catch a movie instead? Quick hitters. Several primaries were held yesterday with the marquee contest in Pennsylvania to replace retiring Republican Senator Toomey. Dr. Oz of TV fame is in a close race with Dave McCormick and a recount is possible. In North Carolina, the incumbent Madison Cawthorn lost in a Republican primary battle to Chuck Edwards. Cawthorn was over the top politically and had a few scandals. Good for him to be gone. The trial of lawyer Michael Sussman started yesterday. Allegedly, Mr. Sussman, an attorney who did some work for Hillary Clinton, lied to the FBI when he said he was not representing anyone during a meeting with the FBI general counsel. During that meeting, Sussman shared information to make Trump look bad and trigger an investigation. Venezuela hopes U.S. sanctions will be lifted. I forgot we were sanctioning Venezuela. Maybe it's time we reduced our sanction fetish. Trump did get a little carried away on sanctions. We should save sanctions for guys like Putin. The remaining Ukrainian soldiers in the Maripol steel plant surrendered. I keep hearing that I should invest in gold. I checked how gold is done over the last five years. Gold is up 54%. The Dow Jones Industrial Average is up 53%. And the S&P 500 is up 69%. Gold looks okay, but not great, at least so far. Further, the Dow Jones and the S&P percentage numbers don't include dividend returns. Not sure I'm, why I'm including this. Some of us remember 1970. 52 years before 1970 was 1918, the end of World War I. 52 years after 1970 is today. Think about that. Moving on. In the show notes, I link an opinion piece by Jonathan Turley on Black Lives Matter finances. In the last week, I've read a number of reports of issues with the group's finances, but have laid off that subject. Too easy to throw numbers around and paint a story, and I don't want to get caught up in that, particularly for Black Lives Matters. I have my doubts about the reality of BLM, but feel the hope for the BLM group is positive. But I trust Mr. Turley and the facts he lays out look bad. I will leave it at that. The Link National Review article by Jim Garrity points out that early voting in Georgia will reach an all-time high. A record. Kind of odd since the voting process used the new Georgia voting law that Democrats and the media labeled a voter suppression bill. Major League Baseball moved the All-Star game over, and President Biden labeled Jim Crow on steroids. Will Biden or the media or MLB now eat crow? Nah, they will just move on to some other claim. I linked a Reuters article by Edward McAllister and Cooper Inveen titled, quote, When Africans asked for COVID shots, they didn't get them. Now they don't want them, end quote. That has some interesting information. It says only 17% of Africans are vaccinated versus 70% in some Western countries. They say the low rate is partly because vaccine supplies did not get to Africa until much later. But per the article, it might also have to do with the average age of the population. The average age in Africa is 20 years old versus around 40 in the United States and Europe. 
With COVID being most deadly for the elderly, the lower average age may partially explain lower vaccination rates. Brexit. Will it ever end? To minimize any border issues between Northern Ireland and the country of Ireland, the UK agreed to certain protocols during negotiations to end Brexit. The result was different rules, I think mostly trade rules, in Northern Ireland, which is part of the United Kingdom, and the rest of Ireland. The UK and the EU have been negotiating a fix, but to no avail. I think the EU's position is, you signed it, you live with it. The United Kingdom this week proposed legislation to make a unilateral fix. I don't understand all the details, but that does not stop me from making three observations. First, Brexit was a result of a referendum. True democracy, you might say. As messy as representative democracy is, electing lawmakers to make these decisions, I think it is better. At least if the legislatures take the time to study the issues, meet in committee, etc., not like how we are legislating in the United States. Second, the referendum came about because the incumbent UK Prime Minister David Cameron was running for re-election and promised to hold a referendum on Brexit if he won, even though he was not in favor of Brexit. He thought the promise of a referendum he opposed would help him win election. He won the election, the referendum passed, and Cameron resigned to let someone else implement it. Clean up in aisle four. Third is just a caution. Beware of unintended consequences. I don't recall during the run-up to the Brexit referendum there was discussion of how to handle the border in Ireland. Heck, I'm going to add a fourth. Brexit never would have happened if the EU group in Brussels did not keep acquiring more and more control and cramming more rules and regulations at the individual countries. Countries like the UK wanted to join a union, but not give up their sovereignty. Huh, maybe some lessons for politics in the United States. Thanks for listening to Views on the News from the Couch. If you like this podcast, please share with your friends. If you did not like it, please share with the rest of the folks you know.